Hello and welcome to episode 10 of 365 Talk Social Media and what a wild 10 episodes it's been. In today's episode I'm going to be talking about hashtags and more specifically when and where to use them to get results. Hashtags for me is a conversation that I've had with many clients and potential clients and just businesses interested in what we do because there's a lot of questions about how to best use hashtags which platforms you should be using them. So today I'm going to be breaking down Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter, telling you how to get the best results across all of the different platforms. If you're considering using hashtags, which ones are better not to use hashtags on and generally the rule of thumb in terms of how you can really increase performance by using the right one. So that's what I'm gonna be talking about today. I hope that this discussion is something that can help people that are starting a social media strategy and aren't currently using hashtags or are using them without much thought. Hashtags can be really, really powerful if used correctly. So hopefully this does help educate you in terms of how best to use them and things like that. So I'm going to dive straight into Instagram. As always, if you want to join in on the conversation, then all of our socials are linked in the description of the podcast. We also have an email, which is podcasts at 365.co.uk. So you can contact us there if you do have any questions, follow up queries, or you have any topics specifically you would like us to talk about. But like I said, I'm going to start with Instagram because I feel like hashtag Hashtags and Instagram are the perfect duo and so I want to talk a little bit more about how many hashtags you should use, why you should use them and a theory that goes behind the use of hashtags that is really really interesting. So with Instagram you can use 30 hashtags maximum and I recommend using as many of these as possible to increase reach and show in more search results. Hashtags are seen as the currency of Instagram as people search hashtags, communities are built and they'll help your engagement too. Hashtags honestly on Instagram work so effortlessly and I always like to think, how do you use Instagram? Do you search for hashtags? I know I personally do on the platform. It's something if I want to find about a specific product or I like makeup products, so if I want to find a specific shade or anything like that, I know that I can search the hashtags on Instagram and I'll come up with results that are very, very relevant in terms of what I'm looking for. It's really, really easy and it's something I enjoy using because of that. And you can definitely get results if you use the 30 hashtags. But if you're unsure how to best use them, don't worry, I'm gonna talk about that too. Just as a side note, when we add hashtags to our clients' posts and the posts of our own business, we always recommend including the hashtags as the first comment underneath your photo because if you add all 30 hashtags at the bottom of a description of a post, it looks incredibly spammy. Whereas if you do it as the first comment, it actually hides that comment. So it's a great way to get within the algorithm of it without your post just looking too hashtag heavy. So that's a really great way that you can get over that. And platforms such as Sprout Social, if you use that from an agency perspective or a business perspective, when you schedule Instagram posts, which you can do if your profile is a business account, it actually gives you the option to include the first comment already. And that is built because they know so many people use that to add their hashtags. So if you use a scheduling software similar to Sprout Social, check to see if 
that's an option because for us it's essential because we can do the hashtag research before we put that in there and we don't have to hop on it as soon as it's gone live. So really, really great hack. But when we look at the more technical side of hashtags, even though it might just seem like common practice, there is actually a theory behind the use of hashtags, which I'm gonna try to explain really, really simply. And it goes along the lines of the long tail theory, if you've ever heard of that. So Chris Anderson popularized the theory about the long tail effect in a book first featured in Wired in 2004, but it was later published by Hyperion, I think it's called, in 2006. If you have studied A-level media or you did media or business at university, this might be a theory that you're really familiar with but those that don't don't worry essentially it's a graph where one side so it's a typical kind of sliding graph so on the left side it measures popularity and then on the bottom side of the graph it measures product in terms of the wider media theory however if you relate it to instagram hashtags that would be audience. This essentially showcases that using popular hashtags could get you potentially more exposure because there's a lot more people looking at that one thing. However, you're competing with a lot more people as the popularity scale decreases, thus creating that long tail that we're talking about, your audiences become more and more niche. So whilst your hashtags are less likely to be seen by as many people, the people that do see them, it will be extremely relevant to those. And so that's the idea is that there is a product built on popularity, which typically will get a lot of people interested in. And then in terms of the wider media, products come out that are specifically niche, but those niche audiences are big enough to make a business viable. And so it's the same with hashtags. If you use a particularly niche hashtag, it might be that the audience of that is only a thousand people, which in the grand scheme of things is very, very small. But chances are, anyone that jumps on that, it's going to be so, so relevant. So that's where that theory comes in, but it's so essential when it comes to hashtags. Instagram actually shows you the results before using a hashtag in terms of how many people are using that hashtag, how many people have used it before. And so it gives you an idea in terms of that popularity. And I always find personally, when I look at hashtag performance, those that have less than 2000 results always do better than those with like thousands and thousands and thousands and almost up to millions of uses because you're on that page. If someone were to search that hashtag, they would have to literally search it when you included it in your description. Otherwise you get lost on the page because everyone is using it at the same time. If you're using those more niche hashtags, then you're gonna be staying within like the hashtag feed for longer and you're more likely to be seen by people that it is more relevant to. So definitely pay attention when you start typing in a hashtag, you'll notice if you haven't already, that it will say how many like people have used it underneath the hashtag itself. So do pay attention to that. And then quickly, I wanted to mention irrelevant hashtags. So using irrelevant hashtags not related to the product or photo can actually get your account shadow banned, which means Instagram prevents your post being seen by as many people and it won't show them on their news feeds, which you obviously want to avoid very, very actively. So things like that, if you're not sure what relies as an irrelevant hashtag, it's probably very obvious. But say, for example, there's a trending topic. No, this week it's been all to do with the American inauguration. So say, for example, you started using 
those hashtags that were trending because of the world news on a post about what you were eating for lunch, for example, if you keep doing that, Instagram will shadow ban you because it's you're not using it based on their terms of services. And so that's just a bit of an understanding of why it is so important to make sure that your hashtags are relevant to what you're talking about, the product you're capturing, or anything like that. You just want to make sure it's really, really specific to you, and there's no chance that Instagram will think that you're trying to just be spammy and get on those trending topics. And also something else I wanted to mention, because I have also seen this so many times, is using hashtags like hashtag viral will not help your content go viral at all. So you really want to think about how your audience will search and want to find your image and want to engage. Instagram will also suggest relevant hashtags. So if you wanted to do, for example, hashtag motherhood, if it was relevant to you, it will show you like sub hashtags that are relevant to that, but slightly different. And communities build those and engage with those. There are also websites that help identify relevant hashtags for you. These are really great if you have no idea where to start, but shouldn't only be used. That should be used to build the foundations for you. And then from there, you should do your own research within Instagram to understand the performance, which ones are working well. And then also how can you deviate from the more popular ones to make it specifically more niche. So with this long tail theory, quickly going back to that, this showcases that you really want to use a mix of popular terms in terms of what your product is about or your picture is about, and also those longer tail specific terms that on paper you think wouldn't get as many results, but that helps your content continue to live. So if you use a hashtag that really hasn't been used by that many people, chances are in a month's time, three weeks time, whatever it might be, someone might search that specific hashtag and then give more life to your posts further down the line. And that's how you get really good engagement rates as well, is that you're making it relevant to both popular terms, but also those niche terms too. So the two tips on Instagram are always to change these and engage with others using the same hashtags. So if you're using the same hashtags all the time, jump in there, start talking to people, you'll build friendships online and Chances are when you start engaging with other people that use the similar hashtags to you, chances are they're talking about things that are very relevant to you. And then also by engaging with them and having conversations, they're more likely to show you love too. So building that online community is something we've talked a lot about. So I'm not going to repeat myself that we've done on previous podcast episodes, but building that online community is essential to growth. Without that, you're just not going to have the growth. Once you implement these changes, Instagram insights offer fantastic measurement on how hashtags have helped the posts that you've done. So do before and after comparisons, see how many people you're reaching at the moment, and then take note of your audience size, and then start using these hashtags, start making sure that you're using the 30 max, and then after a couple of months, see where you are then, and then measure the success. So important to do. Without measurement, you don't know how well it's done. So that's just so, so essential. Now, next up, let's talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is another fantastic platform that makes using hashtags incredibly easy. And I see hashtags like SEO for LinkedIn. 
They help the reach of your post. They'll automatically suggest relevant ones based on your content and will really help you build a network with others who are talking and are passionate about the same topics. So for example, when I publish a new podcast episode, I've been publishing that on my personal LinkedIn. And when I do so, it recognizes that because I've put in the content that I've published a new podcast episode and you know, I'd love for people to listen or whatever it might be, it will suggest hashtag podcast or hashtag social media marketing and stuff relevant to what I've already talked about. So again, it's a really, really easy way and really fluid way of using hashtags. They auto suggest them. And that's a great way again to understand where to start. On a professional level, as soon as I really started using LinkedIn more personally, not just from our company side, but also just me as a person, I've seen my posts have been viewed by over 900% more people. And many of those have come from hashtag discovery, which is really interesting to see because it shows hashtags are not just for B2C networks, but incredibly important to B2B too. And it's just something that I know hashtags work really well, but even sometimes I'm amazed by how well they work on platforms like LinkedIn, where it's not the first thing that comes into your mind in terms of the platform, but it's definitely something you want to utilize and they do make it so easy. So it's almost hard to ignore the hashtags they recommend but definitely have a play around with the different hashtags monitor your posts every time and you'll begin to identify trends on which are best for you to use and when you post about different topics how you should deviate those as well so hashtags are such a great way to build community linkedin is very much a professional community network and using hashtags when you are talking about yourself your services your company, it really helps to network the right people. And I've also connected with lots of fantastic people because I've been more vocal about what we do and how we help people and just my interest in the world and the industry. I've had some really great conversations and the connections I've made from LinkedIn because of that have also escalated to more kind of collaborations outside of work, which is amazing as well. So LinkedIn is so powerful and definitely have a play around with hashtags on there. Next up is Facebook and Facebook for me is something I'm very passionate about not using hashtags unless to signify a campaign named a certain hashtag. So unless you are doing something specific that requires that hashtag or is called that hashtag, I feel like there is no need to use them on Facebook. Otherwise, I feel like it looks spammy and as much as Facebook has tried to make hashtags happen, the platform does not work in the same way Instagram does and so it's best to avoid these completely. I also see a lot of businesses copy the same content from Instagram to Facebook, that includes hashtags and it really brings attention the need to write bespokely for every platform. Honestly, if you put those 30 hashtags in Facebook, it looks spammy, doesn't do anything for you and it just is not the same as Instagram, so do not use them in the same way. It's really, really important. Just think, when was the last time you searched for a hashtag on Facebook? I tell you what, I have never, ever searched for a hashtag on Facebook because I've been interested in the topic, because I can do that on Instagram, and it's just a more of a conversational type platform. For me, Facebook just isn't there when it comes to hashtags. Facebook does keep changing their search tools to try to facilitate it, which is interesting to see, but I don't personally believe hashtags are a worthwhile resource to use on Facebook. 
and I'd recommend avoiding them where possible. Like I said, just think, how do you use the platform? If you're not searching hashtags, but you want hashtags to happen, it's not gonna happen. So definitely keep an eye in terms of the changes that Facebook makes because they do keep trying to make it happen. So maybe one day it will click and people will start using them. And of course, we'll document that in terms of changes and we can talk about trends. So if it is something that kind of happens, we'll share it as breaking news. But as Facebook is at the moment, I would just recommend keeping away from hashtags unless it is campaign specific. It just doesn't bring anything to you. And I've looked at reports. I've really looked into making sure that that opinion is correct because I am so passionate about not using hashtags and it's one of those things when you work within social media marketing everything is worth a try but anything that I've tried on Facebook I've seen no evidence that using hashtags increases the performance of my posts or anything like that so I just say stay away on Facebook it looks too spammy and it goes against the humanization of social that we talked about in the last episode. And then last up, let's talk about Twitter. So Twitter has had a hashtag journey, in my opinion. And if we take it back to when I first joined 365 as a company, this was four, four and a half years ago, if not longer than that. Hashtags were used on Twitter in a really similar way that they are now used on Instagram the more the merrier. As consumer behavior on the platform has changed, these are not necessarily the same case anymore. I'd recommend hashtagging only once or twice within a tweet, and I personally prefer using them like LinkedIn, where you conclude your statement or tweet with a relevant hashtag. So if you were to look on the 365 Twitter account, because it's just really easy to talk about something that you look after and is very evident to see, the services we offer and our specific USPs are often hashtagged to also bring attention to the word and encourage further conversation. So our Twitter account is relatively new. We only set it up last year. And so when I use hashtags on the platform, I always go in to see how others are using it before I do. And I also engage in social listening and conversations to relevant people and businesses using the same hashtags. Same thing as Instagram in terms of building that community. Social listening on Twitter is a great way to do that if you're searching the hashtags you are very passionate about using. Twitter is now heavily focused as a customer service platform, whereas before it used to be more conversational over four years ago, as I mentioned. So this indicates a need to always keep up to date with the changes in algorithms and the way in which customer uses the platform. So hopefully that is what this podcast is helping you understand is that things are always changing, evolving. We could do this podcast here talking about hashtags and how best to use them. And in a year's time, we could look back at this and think, wow, so much has changed. So it's really important to keep one step ahead. But hopefully this podcast acts as that one step ahead in terms of understanding how best to use things right now. Especially if it's new to you, it can feel really overwhelming. But the good thing with hashtags is that except on Facebook, which is just something I don't like. You can be really experimental, you can really try new things out and you can see what works best for you. And then have a look at your competitors, how are they using hashtags and you can get an idea and just build a bit of a picture in terms of what people are currently using, what results they're getting and how can you take inspiration from that to build your own platforms. So in summary, to conclude these points, hashtags are an online currency essential to help increase reach and engagement when used correctly. Instagram and LinkedIn showcase the best results when optimizing hashtags 
They are relevant on Twitter on a case-by-case -case basis, but Facebook for me just doesn't hit the mark. And I've not noticed any better performance if they have ever been used to try out a new Facebook feature. Mixing popular terms with niche hashtags proves the best performance, but I'd ultimately love to know your view on hashtags and how you use them for your clients or your business. Do you find that mix of the long tail theory really essential for you? or do you notice other trends that we're not currently talking about? I would really love to know. Please do join in on the conversation. Our socials are always linked in the description of the podcast. That's all from me this week. I really hope you've enjoyed it and I will chat to you guys next week again. Thanks so much for listening. Bye guys.